Today is the 14th of February 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to pray together, read scripture together, ponder the word of God together, have a regular rhythm of worship together. Before we start, just a reminder that if you want to download the script, there is a link in the show notes. Click it. It'll take you to OneDrive. You can download it from there. Secondly, we are looking, as I said, to expand the equipment that we have. Um, and so we're hoping some people will support us. If you'd like to support us, you'd like to partner with us, then go to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking away. Again, there's a link in the show notes. And finally, if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to www.rayborrowed.co.uk. The links again are in the show notes. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. It's really easy to follow. It's a very simple pattern. You'll pick it up as we go along. We always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Praise to the one whose love stirs the ancient embers, sparks the breath of prayer. Praise to the one whose love entices the wandering, beckons the confused. Praise to the one whose love grows wings on the weary, dreams hope in the discouraged. Praise to the one whose love soothes with ointments of mercy, transforms with the touch of compassion. Praise to the one whose love threads the energy of friendship and stitches together the strength of fidelity. Praise to the one whose love tickles the soul with laughter, urges the heart towards joy. Praise to the one whose love embraces the untamed, dances with the passionate. All praise to this glorious one, all gratitude to this beloved, all love to this mentor of friendships, all devotion to this shaper of hearts. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13.13 13. Meanwhile, these three remain, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. If you didn't know, today is Valentine's Day, that day of the year where, as a society, we celebrate love and romance and general gushiness. Like Halloween, it's a Christian saint's day that has been co-opted by secular society. You see, there was a St. Valentine's. He was a Christian that was martyred on the 14th of February, 269 AD, 269 AD, for apparently performing clandestine weddings for soldiers who were not technically allowed to get married and for those Christians who were being persecuted. And the story goes that he would cut hearts out of his notes and give them to him as a reminder of their vows. While he was waiting to be executed, he healed the daughter of his jailer, and so the jailer and his family came to faith. But before he died, apparently he wrote a letter to said daughter, signing it, Your Valentine. So there it begins. At the end of 1 Corinthians 13, we have our verse today. It comes after a chapter describing aspects of love. Many Christians will be able to recite but parts of it off by heart. Love is patient, love is kind, bears no grudges, etc., etc., etc. And I believe that as Christians, we strive to put these things described by Paul into action. 
But actually, in some sense, I find Paul's words in verse 13 rather difficult. Why is love the greatest? Surely it should be the other round. Surely faith should be the greatest. Hope. We can move mountains if we have faith. Or is it rather because when we love, we reflect the God who is love? It hit me while I was thinking about this, that it wasn't faith or hope that kept Jesus on the cross. It was love. A deep, sacrificial love that puts others first. 1 John 4 tells us that we love because he first loved us. God first loved us. Jesus' love for us gives us the ability to love others. You know, the exploits of St. Valentine's may or may not be real. He was martyred, we know that for sure. But even in that, we see a love of God and a love of others, and a faithfulness to God that demonstrates a deep, deep love. A, A love far deeper than anything you'll find in a card. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we read about how Jesus heals the woman who'd been bleeding for a long time. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Lord, we ask that you would prepare our hearts as we read scripture today. Help us to move into a deeper understanding of your truth. We lay our lives down before you and ask that you would move among us. Today, Lord, may we all feel safe. Safe to think and question. Safe to ask for help. 
and safe to share our lives with you, our loving Heavenly Father. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the Good News Translation, and we're reading from Mark 5. Jesus and his disciples arrived on the other side of Lake Galilee, in the territory of Gereza. As soon as Jesus got out of the boat, he was met by a man who came out of the burial caves there. This man had an evil spirit in him, and lived among the tombs. No one could keep him tied with chains anymore. Many times his feet and his hands had been tied, but every time he broke the chains and smashed the irons in his feet. He was too strong for anyone to control him. Day and night he wandered amongst the tombs and through the hills, screaming and cutting himself with stones. He was some distance away when he saw Jesus, so he ran, fell on his knees before him and screamed in a loud voice, Jesus, Son of the Most High God, what do you want with me? For God's sake, I beg you, don't punish me. He said this because Jesus was saying, Evil spirit, come out of this man. So Jesus asked him, What is your name? The man answered, My name is Mob. There are many of us. And he begged Jesus not to send the evil spirits out of that region. There was a large herd of pigs nearby, feeding on the hillside. So the spirits begged Jesus, Send us to the pigs and let us go to them. He let them go. And the evil spirits went out of the man and entered the pigs. The whole herd, about two thousand pigs and all, rushed down the side of the cliff into the lake and was drowned. The men who had been taking care of the pigs ran away and spread the news in the town and among the farms. People went out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they saw the man who used to have the mob of demons in him. He was sitting there, clothed and in his right mind, and they were all afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the man with the demons and about the pigs. So they asked Jesus to leave their territory. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had had the demons begged him, Let me go with you. But Jesus would not let him. Instead he told him, Go back to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how kind he has been to you. So the man left and went through all the ten towns telling what Jesus had done for him, and all who heard it were amazed. Jesus went back across the other side of the lake. There at the lakeside a large crowd gathered around him. Jairus, an official of the local synagogue, arrived, and when he saw Jesus he threw himself down at his feet and begged him earnestly, My little daughter is very sick. Please come and place your hands on her so that she will get well and live. Then Jesus started off with him. So many people were going along with Jesus that they were crowding him from every side. There was a woman who had suffered terribly from severe bleeding for twelve years, even though she had been treated by many doctors. She spent all her money, but instead of getting better, she got worse all the time. She would heard about Jesus, so she came in the crowd behind him, saying to herself, If I just touch his clothes, I will get well. She touched his cloak and her bleeding stopped at once, and she had the feeling inside her that she was healed of her trouble. At once Jesus knew that power had gone out of him, so he turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? His disciples answered, You see how the people are crowding you? Why do you ask who touched you? But Jesus kept looking around him to see who had done it. The woman realized what had happened to her, 
So she came, trembling with fear, knelt at his feet and told him the whole truth. Jesus said to her, My daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your trouble. While Jesus was saying this, some messengers came from Jairus' house and told him, Your daughter has died. Why bother the teacher any longer? Jesus paid no attention to what they said, but told him, Don't be afraid, only believe. Then he did not let anyone else go with him except Peter and James and his brother John. They arrived at Jairus' house, where Jesus saw the confusion and heard all the loud crying and wailing. He went in and said to them, Why all this confusion? Why are you crying? The child isn't dead. She's only sleeping. They started making fun of him, so he put them all out, took the child's father and mother and his three disciples, and went into the room where the child was lying. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I tell you to get up. She got up at once and started walking around. She was twelve years old. When this happened, they were completely amazed. But Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone, and he said, Give her something to eat. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after our music, we're going to say our prayers for others and our prayers for the day. We'll see you on the other side. Before we pray, 
Just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our new voice message service. Check the show notes for all the contact details because there are links there. If you click the links, they'll take you to wherever we need to go. And today we've been asked to pray for Sylvia and for Janet. Sylvia has been in hospital for a while. It looks like she's going to be in hospital for another four to five weeks while they investigate what's wrong with her. And then we pray for Janet, who has had a stalker, and unfortunately her stalker has found her. So let's pray, shall we? Father, we lift up Sylvia Hemingway to you, Lord. We ask, Father, that as she sits in hospital, that you would be with her, that you would reveal to her your peace. We ask for your wisdom for the medical staff, Lord, as they seek to find what's wrong with Sylvia. Lord, we also ask for a miracle, that you would heal Sylvia completely. We think about Janet, Lord, as she goes through the process of changing her phone number, making sure she's safe, generally trying to keep safe from this person who is stalking her. Lord, that you would give her strength and you would give her peace. That in those difficult times, Lord, that you will wrap your arms around her and keep her safe. Father, we pray for the person stalking her that your Holy Spirit would convict them, that they would have a change of heart, Lord, that they too would know their fulfillment in you rather than an obsession with someone else. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And our prayer for today. I know, Lord, you are with me. Stand by me. When I grow old, weak and stumbling, and my strength fails me, when I have run my course, and I feel just emptiness as a sore, I know, Lord, you are with me. Stand by me. When those whom I have known and loved are no more around with me to guide, indeed, when my friends leave me one by one to yonder life, and when I am left in sadness but in deep faith, I know, Lord, you are with me. Stand by me. When I feel hurt and dejected, rightly or wrongly, when insults and gossips pelt on me merrily, when I feel dejected and dismayed selfishly, I turn back to you to ask you why I should suffer so much. I know, Lord, you are with me. Stand by me. The world moves on for all on earth rapidly or dimly. The new ones may ignore the old and the grumpy. And all these earthly woes, why bother, will pass away. And I shall be led to you in deep faith and love for you. I know, Lord, you are with me. Stand by me. I know, Lord, you are with me deep in my heart. Lord, I am never alone, never old but ever in the heart of all my friends, young and old, on earth or in heaven. I know, Lord, you are with me. Stand by me. To the glory of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, for ever and ever. I know, Lord, you are with me. Stand by me.
Stand by me, and stand by me. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.